The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Rascal Toscobble, half-elf rogue. And nothing will stop me from killing Chad. It's just not in hard meat. Oh wow. The high off wizard. And I'm invincible. This is Sir Colvick Dykesy. Half orc cleric. And I like my lasagna baked. on the very good adventuring team no they're just straight up stunned for one minute there's no like at the end of each round saving throw dude these guys are effed in the B I'm totally gonna go ahead and put a bean up in her right up into her mouth like kind of crawl in there whatever take it we win again yes. two has- purple worms man it's amazing how effective your spells are getting I thought we were dead for sure so there's a monument to me down here. <laughs> Inside of this gigantic purple worm. It's nobody's meteorite. It's everybody's meteorite. Why can't we just go to the meteorite? When do you guys think you're going to go down there? My Done. accent seems to have changed dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> now we're even more invincible. Yeah. Even more invincible. Additionally more invincible. Invincibler. Invincible, we, uh, more we are the invincibleist. Who introduces himself as Mitch. And he has uh, come to check on the status of your project here. Oh, still working on it, bud. So, uh, why'd we lie to that guy, Melvin? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem to be any point to it. Top men. She's that she's a little more... That she's being cagey? Yeah. For a reason. Dimwood over there said he wants to be a lich. Mitch uh, is going to teleport you guys back to Chad. Who? On the cheek. That's oh, a, yeah. You're in the friend zone. <laughs> um, so you arrive and Mitch goes on to fetch Chad. Chad comes back into the room a few minutes later. You guys go back into that side room where you had had dinner than the previous occasion. He uh, sits down and maybe gets some snacks out and what have you. Uh, Kolvik, he's actually got a bowl of raisins ready for you. And uh, he says, well, kind of like does the whole clap and rub his hands together thing and says, let's see this star metal. Well, you're looking at it. We are all wearing it. He says, oh, okay. Take it off then. Nope. Mm, well, Chad, um, here's what we're thinking. See, uh, these are some pretty dangerous tasks that you're sending us on. In fact, the last one almost killed us. And, uh, well, I think we're going to need, uh, you know, these pieces of armor to maybe complete what you have in store for us. Why don't you give me a little charisma roll here? 
Uh oh. Can you convince Chad? Oh, shit. It's a 14. Uh, does he feel convinced by a 14? I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt on this one and say that uh, he's like, well, I suppose the next thing that I am sending you on is actually even more dangerous than what we've done this time. You can, you can hang on to it for a little longer. I am, of course, going to hold your payment until I actually receive my goods, but... Well, that just seems fair, Chad. All right. As long as everybody's above board and on the table and completely honest with each other. <laughs> Where are you going to hold the pen? On my vaults, of course. We did, well. we did risk our lives. I would think a little compensation would be in order. <laughs> Zero stones! <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Nice. <laughs> Leave him one crate for the course. Oh, man, that would have been the perfect fucking Chad accent was Gary Oldman in that. I didn't want to, like, necessarily steer you guys towards Sinister, but Zorg would have been a great... Yeah, yeah, I the agree. Stones are, uh... <laughs> so... Hey, what was the last thing we said before we went off on all those little tangents? Oh, I said that uh, we did risk our lives a little. Oh, so you really are <laughs> going to taunt him for some compensation? Yeah, I'd throw it out there. Hmm... Well, why don't you give me another charisma roll? This one's not quite as easy as the last one. Uh, seven. He leans over and, like, gives you the, the shoulder, back of the shoulder pat and says, I'll pay you when I've got what's mine. Ooh, the condescending shoulder pat. <laughs> he says, well, so next up on the list... I need you guys to fetch for me the Eyes of Zur. There was a lich from untold ages ago that used these as the eyes in his skull. They are two gems of flawless painite, uh, which is a very rare gem of dark red and coppery hues, by the way. I looked it up today, and it's in fact considered the rarest of all of the gemstones. Even more rare than diamonds, which aren't actually all that rare. He goes on to explain that the eyes, along with a great many other gemstones, are in the horde of... How do I fucking pronounce this again? Are in the horde of Kryphalex, an ancient red dragon, and known hoarder of treasure. The skull itself sits there with the eyes still in it, and he would like you to enter this horde, steal the eyes, and return to him, because he's going to use them as his own eyes in this uh, phylactery. I'm going to go ahead and pull out another thing of raisins, even though I do see his <laughs> on the table, just kind of as a, a little shot in my mouth one by one. So, uh, what can you tell us about this red dragon? He says, well, I can tell you that it is undoubtedly one of the most ancient of the red dragons, is obscenely prideful, obscenely vain, and obscenely rich. Sounds like someone I know. I'm going to just stare at Chad. Uh, he gives you a little smile and says, Oh, I'm not that rich. How old are you anyway, Chad? He says, You know, I'm not 100% sure, but... Mm, north of 300, we'll just say that. Oh, just a little bit older than I am. <laughs> just because I learned of Black Dragon as acid, I am going to just stop and look at him. Is this something we have to worry about with fire? He says, oh, I'm glad you asked. And he reaches up and snaps his fingers. And from around the corner, uh, with a little, like, 
We can call it little, those little baskets they used to deliver milk in. Uh, milk crate. Yeah, like a little milk crate. Uh, Mitch comes jingling around the corner with a milk crate with uh, four little potions in it. He says, I've got these for you. Oh, uh, hey, Chad, do you have oh. a bathroom by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> number nice. one or number two? <laughs> <laughs> it's a two, you got to go to the downstairs basement. Uh, he looks at you and, uh, and says, oh, yes, just down the hall. Oh, thank you. I am going to go to the bathroom. All right. Are you just going to say the bathroom? You're not going to say the line? <laughs> I go take shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I want to use this opportunity to snoop around if I can. Ooh, snooping mm-hmm. around. Wow. wow. Snooping around this castle for a long time. Snooping around this castle. Okay, so you guys are in uh, the side room of this castle. Immediately to the south of you, you go through the door and uh, close it behind you, let's say. To your left is the room that is the bathroom itself. Straight ahead of you is a closed door. And to your right, in other words, going west, is a long hallway. Where would you like to snoop? I'll try the closest door. Uh, well, the closest door is the bathroom. I assume you mean the other one. Yep, the other one. Uh, so that door is across the hallway. You open the door, and there is a... It's a large circular room. You can tell that it's like uh What the fuck would you call that? Like the turrets on the corner of a castle. You know, the rounded rooms that every fucking castle has for some reason. Fucking castles. I hate them. Castles. Uh, you enter this room, and you can see that it's, a. Uh, it's like a, an armory of sorts. You can see some some shields, some axes, some swords, some bits and pieces of armor, leather and steel, perhaps. Nothing particularly interesting. Okay. I want to try the other hallway, then. Uh, as you advance down the hallway, you see some of the fancy tapestries on the left. Uh, you do see a door going to the right. Do you want to keep going, or do you want to try that door? Try the door. You go into that door, and you see a probably 35-foot-long hallway that is curtains all down uh, the left and right sides. You can see that it's like curtains are sort of like closing off uh, like individual booths. Like alcoves down the hallway or something? Yeah. Um, I'm going to step in a few paces and peek behind a curtain as carefully as I can. You peek behind a curtain... It's all dramatic, and there's dramatic music playing in the background, and you peek behind the curtain, and there's just nothing back there. It's just like a little little alcove. Comes from like a five-by-five five little area that's closed off by this curtain. And there's nothing in there? Nothing in there right now, no. You check behind a couple more, there's just nothing in any of these. So is this kind of like a long, ornate hallway? Like a... Not terribly ornate, although the curtains are a fine green velvet. And there's a door at the end of this hallway? It is. I would like to try that door. Uh, You walk out of this door, and to your right is an open doorway through which you can see Chad. Because you've just made a circle. (laughs) 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 And he looks to his right and sees you, and he just points back down the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) I I just nodded. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. That way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, 
so let's say you make it back down to the <laughs> end of the hallway here. And let's see. Okay. Mysterious dice roll that you don't know anything about. You're now back in that um, long hallway that went east-west. To your left is the bathroom still. I, I feel like that's everything. Then there wasn't, besides the armory room. Uh, so there's the armory room and um, the bathroom, the big room like that you kind of just looped back to. But then that hallway goes like, I don't know, 70, 80 feet off to the east. Like, it was a pretty big castle. Uh, sorry, I'm, are you looking at a map or something? Like I'm getting... Yeah, I, this I is really... Like there was only one way I could go. This is disorienting. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, so I was there. So you came down to that spot. Gotcha. Uh, this room would be the bathroom. This room would be the armory. And I'm just making up that that's oh, the bathroom. I see. And then I went back and then I went and then I looked. I came right out. By, okay. So um, then I... Oh, I see. Because I, I imagine the armory was at the other end of this hallway. So, um, so I would proceed down the hallway that I'm in and try the next door. What do I see? Uh, you get to, let's say, about the center of this hallway. To your left, you see what you remember is the main entrance to this place, which you would have walked through when you guys first came here for dinner uh, not terribly long ago. To your right, you see the room that you entered via the portal, which is a long uh, church-like room. There's big pillars that ascend up to the higher ceiling, lots of uh, seating and pews. And then up towards the front, you see what looks like a um, big work area, like a magic-y, work-y area. Like That's... a magic laboratory of some sort? Sure, yeah. Uh, and then you see hallway continuing further ahead of you. So the magic laboratory, I'm guessing, what do I recognize there? Can I recognize anything from this distance? Uh, you're like 40 feet away from it, so you probably wouldn't really recognize much at this distance. Okay. I'll try to get a little closer, maybe. Uh, so you know, let's say you scoot into the room. As you reach close to the front of the room, uh, Mitch comes hurrying in from the room off to the west. And it's just like, I can see you're having some trouble finding the restroom. <laughs> let me, let me walk you to the, to the restroom. Oh, thank, thank you, Mitch. I appreciate it very much. Um, and he starts like guiding you back down towards where the restroom was. Gotcha. Did I get close enough to see anything? Um, yeah, I mean, you can see some random stuff up there, like crystal balls, some hagraven equipment. Hagraven feathers. Hagraven feathers. There's always fucking hagraven feathers. Um, yeah, miscellaneous components. You see some gemstones and things like that of other note and value. Maybe some staves parked up against the wall. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just go to the fucking bathroom then. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, do I see anything in the bathroom of interest? <laughs> you see nothing in the bathroom of interest because you can't go to the bathroom. Wait, pees, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. I can just go in there and hang out for a few minutes, make some grunting sounds. Check your phone. <laughs> Read Lich's quarterly. So you guys, uh, you guys going to make idle conversation with Chad at the table while you wait for Melvin to go pretend to go to the bathroom? Well, he was handing us some potions that he didn't tell us about. Yeah, uh, well, he was going to wait until Melvin got back, but if you want to ask him about him, he can certainly start explaining. I would like to think, man, it takes a long time to take a poop. Anyway, what are these? 
so Chad takes them out of the uh, the little milk crate. Uh, by the way, what you guys would have seen is as Melvin came around the corner, um, he like Lich, uh, uh, sorry, Lich. Chad looked at Mitch and basically like gave him a little head nod, like go check on that guy. Mm-hmm. So you saw that happen. And then you ask him about the potions. Uh, he goes on to explain that these are some potions that will grant you guys some resistances that would be important should you encounter this gigantic dragon in its lair. Cryfolex. Cryfolex. I fucking wrote it and spelled it and pronounced it and thought that was like a while ago, so I gotta oh. practice a few more times. Cryfolex. Dragons have X's in their names. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's kind of a derivative of another more popular dragon name, but uh, so he goes on to explain that red dragons have uh, a variety of fiery and smoky and brimstony sort of abilities, and that these potions would grant you guys uh, some resistance to those sorts of damages, and that might come in handy in your quest. What kind of... Can you not give us any more detail about exactly what they do? Like, you want to know the exact stats of the potions? Yeah. Or? Yeah, I'd want to be knowing what I'd be drinking from a lich. Well, it's poop. <laughs> it's lich poop <laughs> which has all kinds of magical properties it's, it's 300 year old poop ah yeah my favorite these are some of my earliest vintage poops <laughs> this, is, this is lich poop black label <laughs> Well, it's poop. <laughs> <laughs> it was finished in a port wine casket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Some fires, some dragons could be firing me. Try to drink it. Ah, it's poop. Chugging and that poop. <laughs> poop chugger. <laughs> poop chugger. Uh, basically, it is that. It is going to give you a minute's worth of um, resistance, and resistance means uh, cuts the damage in half to. Uh, fire and those sorts of damages. Well, I'll be polite in his lair and take him and say thank you. Alright. Let's say it's around this time that uh, Melvin gets done fake pooping and <laughs> comes back into the room and Chad says, well, are we all on board for the next phase of this? Hmm? <laughs> I suppose so, Chad. Begrudgingly shake my head up and down. How? Uh, where is this red dragon? High up in the mountains. But don't worry. Mitch will teleport you there. He won't be able to teleport you inside, of course, but we'll get you right up to the edge. Is he going to come with us, though, once we get there? Mitch is standing behind you and he's just like, Oh, 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 oh surely, sure, surely no. Surely no. <laughs> I'll wait outside. I don't know, Mitch. I think you should come with. <laughs> Well, Seems like you could use a little adventure in your life. Oh, I'm very, I'm very flattered, sir, that you would, yeah, you would think so. But I, no, I'm, um, I'm more of a behind the scenes kind of guy. I'll let you hold one of my daggers. <laughs> oh, I'd probably just cut myself, <laughs> or I'd cut you. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get her done. All right. So, uh, Chad is going to give you guys uh, a day to rest and prepare and see if there's anything else you need to do. You are welcome to, in fact, stay here in his estate. And on the following day, you will begin your adventure. Oh, really? We're allowed to stay here? Your guests in his house. As loud. People under his employ. Oh, oh really? Well, well that's uh, quite an interesting uh, 
proposition. I'm going to go to sleep. You guys can snoop around. Don't you guys want to snoop? Do you guys want to snoop with me? Am I alone here? What are we doing? Um, I, because I know we snooped around. I will definitely not snoop, because I am a clumsy ope, and I just don't feel comfortable. I hate this guy so much, but I just can't bring myself to it. I have my heart set on going to bed, but I feel bad that I have. I am the most sneaky motherfucker that ever lived. Well, let's do it like this. Maybe I don't tell you guys I'm going to go snoop. Maybe I'm going to snoop by my lonesome. You're going to snoop, snoop a dupe? Maybe we go to bed and it's kind of the middle of the night. You decide to... Speaking of nobody's looking. (laughs) 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 I'm going to go jerk one out in each one, each room of his house. (laughs) He's got a lot of rooms, man. I don't know how much Gatorade you had It's going to be a long night. Long, hard night. Drink a lot of... You get, drink to, a- <laughs> get to like the fourth room and you're just like... Someone's <sighs> <laughs> drank a lot of haterade tonight. <laughs> yeah, I I think I will uh, angrily go to bed hating to be in this place right now, actually. so Anger sleep. Anger sleep. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to... Uh, in order to go to bed, I am going to... Take off all my things and put them on my nightstand next to my bed, including my ring that lets me look through things when I say, I don't remember what I say. Penetrate. Penetrate. That's just going to be right here on my nightstand <laughs> next to my bed. Be a shame if somebody needed to use it and took it and returned it to me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in, uh Gandalf, uh, not Gandalf, but a Dumbledore right now. Mm, yeah, that's totally a Dumbledore move. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, Click. Sounds like a swell idea. Help can always be found at Hogwarts <laughs> for those who hate Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so I, think I can't do a Dumbledore voice. I just realized he's got a very distinct way of speaking. Well, I guess which one are you talking about? It'd be that's easier to do the first one uh-huh. than the second it's one. More raspy. Mm-hmm. Well, and he was more like, he was more goofy, I think. The second guy, no, the second guy was the whispery one, wasn't he? No, the first no, one the was. First one. Was he? Was, what, what is that guy's name? Potter! Hey, Richard uh, Harris? Is that his name? Can't remember now. He was English Bob and Unforgiven. English Bob? Wow. That's a, that's a deep cut right there. That's actually not a deep cut, but it's a reference. It's I've one of my favorite movies. Might be a deep cut to a lot of people, though. Was to me. All right, Melvin, how long are you going to wait? Uh, before I start exploring? Before you snoopy snoop. I'm going to... I'm just going to wait till... I'm going to wait like an hour. Okay. You wait about an hour. Let's just call this... I haven't been tracking time very well. 10 o'clock. And sun is down. The castle, the manor of Chad is uh, is very quiet. Yeah, quiet, quiet nighttime hours, although I just realized... Uh, I don't know why they would go to bed early, but we're going to... You know, let's do this by dice roll. Why do I decide things? Oh, yeah. 17. People are asleep. Well, Melvin, nice and quiet, based on that roll, you sneak out of bed. Are you gonna? Are you trying to fool your compatriots as well? 
No. No, I'm... I mean, I assume that they're sleeping and or don't care. Uh, so if if they know, they know. If they don't, I don't I don't know that I ex- explicitly tell them. Are we all sleeping in the same room? Yeah, there's a big... I'll just move you over to this map. There's a big, like, row of beds in one room on this map. Yeah. I mean, in fact, I mean, I'm, I assume they're going to sleep or whatever. I'm going to tell them, hey, I'm going to go snoop around in about an hour or so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say, bye. Hey guys, uh, anybody down? I will be... I'll be a... Actually, I'll be awake, but like you said, maybe you're using the bathroom or something. I don't know, but I'll be partially awake when this is happening. I hear him moving and leaving, but not quite fully asleep. There's some situational awareness. Roscoe, what are you? I'm awake, but masturbating? Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I'm just going to... I'm just going (laughs) to... Your blanket's just going up and down. I'm just going to reach over to the nightstand. Try <laughs> 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 not to disrupt you. As he's like pre- like squeezing his eyes shut and you're just <laughs> standing there. That's terrible. All right. So you've got a penetrating ring. How does this work, by the way? I need a refresher. You know, I actually, I probably... I probably should not let you use that ring. Oh, because it's attuned. It's attuned. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I said that ring required attunement, so... Roscoe, you can put your ring back on. All right. My ring is on. Right. <laughs> How long does it good take... Good thing to... we're all so good at playing D&D. Uh, your ring's on, but we can still hear you. How long does it take to attune? <laughs> thumpa, 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 like thumpa. a day. Oh, that's too long. I think a long rest is what it takes. So. Had we known... We... Cast invisibility on yourself. <laughs> Indeed, I can. I mean, I'm asleep. Move from Elvin. Cast Miss Bisley on himself. That'd be cool. In fact, I have greater invisibility prepared. Don't I? Wait. Yeah, I do. No, wait. Maybe? Hold on. Yeah? Oh. Ahead? Oh. That was a real fucking roller coaster, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I have invisibility, but wait. Uh, greater invisibility is uh, what level spell is that? That's a fourth level illusion. What's the difference? Illusion. We did this whole thing. One of them, you can take actions, and it doesn't destroy or uh, reveal you. Destroy you. It doesn't destroy the invisibility is what I meant to say. So the greater one, you can take actions, but you remain invisible. Gotcha. Uh, How long does it take for me to learn a spell? You would need to take an overnight rest, if I remember right. You're a fucking wizard. I'm a fucking wizard, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You wizard. So you can change your list of prepared spells when you finish a long rest. Preparing a new list of wizard spells requires time spent studying your spellbook and memorizing the incantations and gestures you must make to cast the spell at least one minute per spell level for each spell on your list. So I should probably not say this because I'm probably going to say it wrong, but my impression of that is that you have to finish a long rest, and then as soon as the long rest is done, you can start learning new spells, and that'll cost you one minute per spell level for each spell on your list. I think I'm okay. I have the regular invisibility spell, and that actually works so long as I don't attack or cast a spell. So I think that will suffice for Chad sneaking. Okay. Can Can we get some... Can we get some like Scooby Doo sneaky music for this? Like, dun, 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 d
Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds a little bit like the Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers, Brothers thing. That's do, 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 do. Do, do, It's very similar do, to all do, these do, things. Do, do. Da, 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 Since I'm whacking it, I wonder if I hear him <laughs> sneak off. I think you're you're busy concentrating on something else right now. Yeah. I don't know what, and I don't want to know. Are you timing your footsteps to go with a good rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> or with the bed, the bed springs? It makes a thumping noise? I go at it furiously. Against what, though? My rock hard abs. <laughs> Grind muscles. We get, we got. I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand. Never. Mind. Okay. I'm. I'm actually not doing it. To. I'm trying to get away as fast as I can. Okay. Well, he's setting a good pace for you to time. <laughs> that, What's up, VGAD fans? What's up? How you doing? Friends, we have miraculous news today. Justin has joined the ranks of our Patreon patrons. There can be no higher honor for us than to have you Patreon patrons supporting us. And in turn, no higher honor we can bestow back to you than thanking you in a mid-roll. Well, there's probably a lot higher honors, but this is what we have to work with. Justin, we are super grateful for your support, and we hope we live up to the faith you've put in us to keep you entertained. Thank you, in fact, to all of our Patreon supporters, including, in a weird but sort of reverse alphabetical order, Zach, Victor, DM Rob, Mr. Seistrup, Kathy, our brand new Justin, Gerg Murky, Jody, Eloisel, Chad, Bay Area Beer Socials, aka Babs, Amber, Aaron, and Nerdcant. You brave souls are the ones keeping these episodes coming and keeping the artwork coming. I'm pretty excited about the next one we have coming down the pipe, by the way, but it's going to be a little while. I'll keep you posted. I've mentioned it a few times, but I'll put it out there again. We got Pogs made. Round two, actually. Hooty hoo. For all of you patrons, if you just let me know where to send them, I'll get them in the mail to you soon. Just send me a message on Patreon. There's the Campaign 1 logo, one for each of our fine players, one for me, the DM, and my personal favorite, Beef Lady. And I have one other piece of news. DM Rob sent us a message asking us, Hey, when are you guys going to make stickers? Well, for all of you generally, and DM Rob specifically, I ordered some stickers. They are also of the Campaign 1 logo, and I think they're like 3x3 vinyl or something like that. I don't know. We'll see when they get here. For any of you who want pogs, we'll throw some stickers in there too. Or if you want stickers, I'll throw in some pogs. You know, whichever way works for you. Uh, so I have like zero organization on selling or distributing things. It's just not a thing we've really done yet. But if anybody else wants pogs or stickers, send us a message on Facebook, tweet at us, or use the contact form on the website. I don't know. I'll figure out some way of getting them to you. You know, normally I would say, and that's all I've got for you, but man, this was a lot. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to think it was enough. So uh, let's get on back to that adventuring. Melvin, you sneak out into the hallway and you find a darkened room with nobody in it. So you can tell from the map that you are back in the room where you had a, a delightful dinner with Chad on that table that I just highlighted and clicked on. I'm 
interested in kind of the main uh, foyer where what's his nuts found me. What's the assistant's name? Mitch. Mitch. Where Mitch originally intercepted me during the last snooping. Okay. So I'll scoot you over. So I'm kind of heading <clears throat> west a little bit through the next door. And I believe it, it kind of reminded me of like a church cathedral almost. It's got that feel. Uh, there's a large open area with a bunch of benches and pews in it. There is a front area that I would say is a... Would you consider that a dais? It's probably a dais. I'm a dais. I think that every time I hear that word... Oh, 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 on the dais. <laughs> What's on the dais? <laughs> <laughs> Rock me on the dais. You find yourself in that room. Uh, to the right, you see a large golden bowl with some weird bubbling fluid in it. A couple of tables. Tables have got some stuff on them. You see, uh, I believe, yeah, Exude told you guys about the shield guardians that were here that would help Chad absorb some damage. You see them posted at the front and the rear of this church-like room. Am I... Are they animate, or...? They're not moving right now, but they look as though they could move. Oh, okay. They look like big... Not... Uh, they, they look like a stone carving of a armored knight. And there are four of them in the room. What do I... What do I know about shield guardians? Why don't you roll me some... Arcana. Okay. I rolled a 13. All right. You probably don't know much more than what Exude has already told you, which is that they help mitigate the amount of damage done to the person who controls them. So uh, now I want to hear the Pina Colada song, but... You can roll me, Arcana! <laughs> if you roll low, it's pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to try to get it. Oh, you said there's a golden chalice with some bubbling liquid? I'm not much into failure. Yeah, that's in the center of the room. You scoot your way up to that, I'm assuming? Yeah. Let's move you on over there. Maybe I will. <laughs> uh, when you look into this, you see that there is a low fire burning underneath it. It is a waxy liquid that is uh, melted because of this heat that's being applied to it. Uh, and there's a, a delightful uh, smell coming off of it, sort of a cinnamon vanilla kind of kind of thing. Do I have any idea what this is? Why don't you roll... What would it be? Let's have you roll medicine. We never roll medicine. I didn't even know that was a thing. Is it medicine? Wait, am I thinking another... There's a medicine roll. Okay, okay. I was thinking maybe I was thinking of an old... First time we've rolled it on this podcast. I know. I think so. I rolled a 15. All right. Uh, You can tell that this is uh, basically potpourri. (laughs) <laughs> it just uh. makes the place smell good. Yep, All right. it's just it's, good. it's Chad smell. Uh huh. It's one of those like hot pot things, you know, uh-huh. like every stepmom's got one. There's some fucking leaves floating in hot there. Hot poopy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do I see? Uh, you can see to the north of you, maybe twenty or thirty feet. You see two long tables and then a narrower table in between them. Would you like to approach those tables? I would. You approach those tables. The tables on the left and right that are uh, sort of going north-south are empty. Uh, They're fairly scuffed up from use and years and all the rest of it, but there's nothing sitting on them right now. 
And the table that's in the middle has uh, just a bunch of notes and open books and whatnot on there. You take a few minutes to squint in the darkness and read through them, and it's all very mundane, bureaucratic sort of detail. Building code and things like that. Okay. Anything else that catches my eye in here? There's nothing else particularly magical or anything else about this room. Um, there... I wonder what that is. There's a big sculpture in the front of the room. What would that be? Let's say that big statue in the front of the room is Chad. (laughs) He's got got a big statue of himself. And he's looking, like, super benevolent. He's got his arms out and, like... It's, it's like a Jesus statue. He's, he's, he's got that look of, like, concerned love on his face of just, like, I accept you even though you're doing butt stuff. <laughs> My opinion of Chad just kind of got lowered a few notches <laughs> because of that statue. Chaz is the statue should be doing, <laughs> like, the finger and the hand hole. Um, what if it was doing the thumb magic trick? Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody's just amazed. It's it just animatronic. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a bad uh, Chuck E. Uh, cheese. Uh, and that's wanking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't seem like there's anything of interest here. So the w- one thing that I'm thinking of is I remember Mitch coming into the room from kind of the westernmost side of the room. So I'm kind of curious where he came from, and I want to, want, want I want to go in the direction where he came from. Okay. To the west of you, you see that this there's a little alcove to the side of the the church-like room, and there's two doors, one heading north and one heading south. You believe? Yeah, you'd probably remember. You saw him maybe coming from the north one. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna try to carefully go to the north door. Carefully. And quietly. Tell me what you mean by carefully. Well, I guess the first thing I want to do is see if I notice any traps around the door. You look and you make a perception roll. That would be a 16. You are confident that there are no traps on this door. The other thing I want to know is, does this look like a particularly noisy door for me to open? Hmm, I think I should roll a dice to see. Let's let's roll some percentile dice to see where it is on the scale of noisy doors. <laughs> uh, it's about a 65 for a noisy, noisy door, so... Oh, pretty good chance. Yeah, it's definitely going to creak a little bit when you open it. It's not going to be like a Bella Lugosi or whatever that guy's name was. Is that what his name was? I do not know the reference. Wasn't he the guy like that the... played Dracula originally? I think so, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's not gonna like it's not gonna be like absurd Scooby Doo, but it's definitely gonna creak a little bit. Yep, what about got it. what about the southern door? Uh, the southern door that you can see is um, what would the southern door be? Well, let's let's roll for creak. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a fourteen. That's a, that's like a um, it's like a cloth flap. It's gonna make almost no noise when you. So there's a, there's a doorway, but it's not a full on door. I'm gonna go south. I'm going to go to the path of, least, path of least resistance here. You go south, and it is similar to the room that you saw on the right side of the, or eastern side, I should say, of the churchy area. It's a long corridor with a bunch of smaller alcoves partitioned off by curtains. Do I have any idea what a hallway like this was used for? 
I'll be honest. I'm looking at this map, and I just got this map off the internet. I literally, <laughs> I just fucking Googled castle map. I kind of want to build this castle in Minecraft. It's a cool looking castle. Mm-hmm. Good map. Okay. I, I, I really have no idea. I mean, it, to me, it looks like a weird coat room sort of thing. Or Thank I don't even. Thank you, uh, Warrior Priest Castle Four 3D VTT. Is that what it is? Yeah, at the very bottom. The bottom. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh. ImagineBetterWorlds.com. Well, we'll give you the Sirinkman.DeviantArt.com. Yep, we'll give you the, the old uh... DeviantArt. I should probably check and make sure that that's not like a <laughs> like we're supposed to pay for this. I mean, I just do Google image searches and grab whatever's available. Well, I guess if so, we'll go ahead and cut this part out of the podcast and just make up a cool castle <laughs> in our mind. And you wait to listen. Hey. That sounds like my castle. <laughs> Guy at the front who's doing the butt finger sign? That's my castle, indeed. <laughs> I remember drawing that. Oh, you know what? So we'll, we'll give full-on official credit here if I'm reading this right. Oh, man. It, Stevenson is the last name. Is that, What is that? Jocelyn? Jolson? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking look up this name. This guy's a hell of a map maker. Well, I will take the moment to thank John Stevenson, who is... Oh, Sir Inkman. That's what it's supposed to be. I couldn't identify the text on the map. So Sir Inkman at DeviantArt.com, which I always read as DeviantArt, and say that this is a phenomenal castle map, that castle map being Warrior Priest Castle. It's awesome. But I have no idea what the, some of the features in here are for or what they do. So uh, we're just going to say that those are, uh, it's just like a coat storage area. Well, okay. Pretty boring. I guess I'll just uh, continue along this hallway. You exit this corridor at the southern end of the corridor. You see a door across from you that's slightly ajar, and it leads to just a pretty boring little storage room. And then you see three more doors to your left, one on the southern wall, one on the western wall, one on the northern wall. And again, I'd like to evaluate for squeakiness. All right. So let's go... Clockwise from the bottom, uh, that's a two. The door on the bottom left is like... Extraordinarily well lubed. Yeah, <laughs> like that door, like you wouldn't even notice it opening. It's so... Is there, is there even a door there? At like pushing nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those bead things, you just kind of... Oh, that'd be loud as hell, oh, yeah, I guess middle of the night. Huh? Hippie bead curtain. No, it's like a, it's like a perfect brand new, really well-crafted door. Uh, straight across from you on the west. Uh, that's a 90. That door looks like it's going to cry out when you touch it. It is, uh... You're going to have to push. (laughs) (laughs) It's scraping on the floor. The hinges are ancient and no one's ever oiled them. And then the northern door... I don't know why rolling for doors is so entertaining. That's just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like eagerly watching. <laughs> Some fucking Lewis and Kevin shit right here. <laughs> What's it? What is it? What's the percentage? Well, like clearly they made that door out of pine and didn't anticipate the warping. <laughs> anyway, that's their hinges out of two different metals. Aware <laughs> of chemical bonding. Can we cut all of that out? <laughs> no. You know, allergy oh. humor. <laughs> Dichemo- Dichemo- Dimetal corrosion. Come on. <laughs> I was looking, I just was curious what the name for someone that builds doors is, because you know there's some fucking old-timey 
like term for that. Wagoner. Yeah. Well, like haberdasher for somebody that makes hats. Like, why isn't there like a Dora Beaner or something? <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> Jim Dorbeaner. Nice <laughs> With a 71, you can tell that the door to the north is going to be fairly creaky. Well, let's take the south. All right. You are going to push that door open, and I'm going to have you make just a general how lucky is Melvin roll. Joiner. Huh. Person who is called, makes doors is called a joiner. Interesting. I have engaged in joinery. Uh, do I give anything as a bonus to luck? No, no, I'm just having you roll. Uh, that would be four. A four. Uh, all right. And then let's have you make a perception roll then. Seven. Okay. So you don't notice until the door is wide open that in this, as you open the door, you realize a little, uh, blah. In this little blacksmithing shopping sort of area, that there's somebody in there. And they turn around and they're like, uh, can I help you? Uh, Remember, I'm invisible. Uh, let's say. (laughs) Wait. So they. They probably wouldn't have heard the door opening and they wouldn't have seen you. So, uh, let's see here. We need one more dice roll then to see. Uh, me or you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll an eight-sided dice. So one is north, and then we'll go clockwise from there to see what direction this person's facing as you push the beautifully crafted non-squeaky door open. That is a six, so they would be facing west. So they did not see or hear the door move open. So you push open the door, and you see somebody, their back is to you. Okay. And I don't recognize this as Mitch or Chad or... It is neither Mitch nor Chad. Let's say it is a... uh, It is a five and a half foot tall human woman who is extremely well muscled. And she is clearly in here as the castle smith. Um, What is she making? Mm, her back is to you and the thing she's doing is in front of her so you can't tell exactly what it is do I see any examples of like stuff she has been making around like hanging up or on a table or uh, there's a variety of things around the room I mean it's like it's hinges it's nails it's uh, some very very fine quality door parts <laughs> did she make that sweet door I think she did I think she beautifully crafted this door. And maybe she's like, this is just the first one, and she's hoping somebody no- comes by and notices and is like, oh, I need a door, door like she that beam, everywhere. Beams with pride. <laughs> Let me door. get that door for you. Um, well, I guess I'm just going to sit there and watch her creepily for a while. Okay. <laughs> is your breathing getting heavy? <laughs> roll, roll for creeping. <laughs> I'm going to bite you gonna- her and- like, get way up close. Roll for breathing. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to, like, stand in the doorway, or are you going to move over? I'm going to stand in the doorway, and just in case I knew to escape for any reason, so. Okay. You see her for the next, let's just call it two minutes, uh, making very repetitive gestures at the little stand that she's at. And then after, after a little while, she kind of, like, Holds something up in her hand, and you can see that she's uh, she's just sharpening tools. 
currently not actually building anything. Pretty boring. This castle is the most boring castle ever made. Uh, I mean, like, what are you hoping to find? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I'm just... This whole Chad situation is just not what I expected. And so I'm just... I just... I'm looking for more information. I don't know what I'm looking for, to be honest. I'm just trying to... I feel like there's some mystery here, or this guy has some secrets. And I'm worried, like, he's just too, you know, nice. Like, he's hiding something from us, and I'm just kind of curious if there's anything to find. Like, you're going to go in the bathroom, and next to the toilet is going to be, like, a really well-worn book of racist jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like that. Or a toilet full of wizard turds. Maybe. How did he even get these? <laughs> <laughs> They're all gold. Ryan, you gonna just keep hanging out in here and watching no, I, Blacksmith I mean, Lady? Or? No, I think um, I'm done there, so I'm gonna try to close the door. Okay. Uh, with as excellent, excellently as this door was built and crafted, you're able to slide this door closed with nary a squeak or pip made. Alright. Um, I'm now gonna try the super squeaky door that was to my west. To the west. Uh, all right, and you're going to try and open it uh, stealthily? I'm going to try. All right, I'm going to have you roll me a, a sneaky roll. What's the fucking sneaky roll again? Stealth roll? Over. Give me that stealth. All right. Let me get up in that stealth. I'm actually pretty stealthy for a wizard, but that was a terrible roll. Fucking hell. That was a two, but I have a seven stealth, so that's an eight stealth. Or... <laughs> you try. Nine. Do you have a one in math? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so with a nine, you push on this door, and it is—it's pretty nasty. It makes a pretty echoey sound throughout here. Uh, and let's see if. Oh, the uh, blacksmith lady doesn't care apparently, um, so she doesn't she doesn't like come running or anything. But it's it's a pretty loud noise. Okay, so I'm gonna kind of back up a little bit and just kind of pause and see if I hear anything before I go exploring whatever room I just opened. Mm, I don't think you hear anything. Okay, well it's, I'm going to explore that room. Is Roscoe done doing the deed? Can I roll for that? Because I'm tired of hearing it. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> all right, so it's all quiet on the western front, all quiet on the eastern front. <laughs> it's all quiet on the front. <laughs> <laughs> and you have opened this western door to reveal a lavatory. It's a bathroom? It's a bathroom. <laughs> a loud ass door. Okay. Everybody well. knows when you're taking a dump in this castle. Is there anything interesting in the bathroom? Um, you're fascinated by the fact that there's four holes. <laughs> like there's four... There's four pooping holes. This is like pilot to co-pilot to co-pilot to co-pilot. Like, are there, like with no separation? Yeah. No, yeah it's I like just, an old Ro Roman bathroom. Like There's no privacy barriers? No. no. What about you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine... Like, I can imagine pooping in a place where there wasn't a privacy barrier. I think I could get used to that. But if you look at this map... You can see just how close those stalls are. Like, you'd at least be, like, touching knees. And I don't know that I could do that. I'd accept that. I mean, I'm not really? saying that I want to. I, I'm not embarrassed by pooping. I've done, I mean, I guess in Scouts, we did pilot to co-pilot, pilot to bombardier, just like... 
like, I feel like that needs explaining. Like, were you on walkie-talkies or what? <laughs> Would you would you go into like the wilderness and they, they built like Levoit uh bathrooms and such, but they're on top of the hill and it's kinda like just two whole like two wooden mounts and like toilet seats, but they're by each other and there's like no barriers around it. So, so they're like, ba- like you're back to back? Yeah, back to back, pilot to bombardier and the oil side yeah. to side. <laughs> pilot to co pilot. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that makes total sense. Yeah. So like, it's a built-in wilderness bathroom, but with no walls around it. But there's just like two seats. We are over so, the target. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd imagine pilot de bombardier would definitely be the preferred. It is. Yeah. Would you go buy one of those? It's gold. All it's right. like you hit a treasure. But I you mean, don't have you to look at each other. Yeah. The other way, it's uh, hold up a newspaper or you're just gonna like rock paper scissors the whole time you're doing oh, it maybe one has to go before the other but I mean... arm wrestle hoping <laughs> 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 the strain will push it out <laughs> <laughs> so the, why would you even make a pilot to pilot like well like you pilot to pilot would be right next to each other <laughs> the on top of I know but why would you make that like, why, why wouldn't you just make up one single pilot and then you just go like up. and then just go 10 feet away and then make another pilot I mean, you're talking about economy of space here. talking about dock fighting. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so it'd be like just kind of, just kind of a. So you have to, so you have to do that because of all the. That there's like a bank pilot co-pilot. Like that's that. a pilot to co-pilot right there. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah you do that just because. I mean, I'm talking about different airplanes. Yeah. Oh. That's right. But I can, I see in that airplane. picture like they have there's there's full venting and all kinds. Yeah, of yeah. There's I mean it's just kind of just a wall barrier around both of them, but both of them are exposed to each other. Well, you don't want to have to dig a second hole. Exactly. So I got you. I mean, you could call that the king and queen. Would you rather you can do the who, <laughs> who gets to be yeah, the queen? Exactly. Young well, boys there's going to uh-huh. be some arguing about that. Yep. What if it was your first date? Then you're the queen. I figure that'd go purely by seniority. Oh, I mean, like, if you were actually on a date with someone, like... That'd be a weird, like, spaghetti scenario. Like, we go and, te- like, meet in the middle for, like, kissing <laughs> Like for Lady spaghetti. of the Tramp? Lady of the Tramp, but here you're just pooping next to each other. <laughs> you got, a con- like, a joined poop noodle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How would that happen? <laughs> you have to kiss buttholes before? <laughs> okay, this is going completely off the rails. Yeah, but... I'm just standing there contemplating all of the orientations. This, of- this is what's going through Melvin's mind is all of these <laughs> things. Um, all right. So I, here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to save you some effort. You can keep on searching in the rooms that are in this building and accessible to you. And you're not going to find anything that is going to give you like a ground shaking revelation about Chad. If Chad is doing anything crazy or nefarious or evil or anything like that, from all of your snooping so far and all the snooping you would have done going forward, you don't find any evidence of that. It just looks like a normal like residence slash town hall is the impression that you're getting. Like The town is run from this building. Also, Chad basically lives here, seemingly, or has some stuff set up here. Who knows? But like you don't find like the basement full of corpses. You don't find a bunch of bloody murder weapons. Uh, you know, the, the the murdered butler in the hallway with the knife in his back. Like, you don't find any crazy weirdness here that you can be like, Aha! Chad is evil! It's just fucking normal shit. 
Man, that's so irritating. Running like clock. <laughs> um, think for a second. All right, guys, shake it up a bit. I'm using the only one awake. Uh, I'm gonna start these curtains on fire. Burn this fucking castle down. You're the asshole. We burnt your place. Um, where, where do I have any idea where I think uh, Chad sleep? Mm, I think you know enough about liches to know that they don't sleep. Oh, um, well, that's a good point. Would he have a sanctuary of some sort in this castle, bedroom, or some place he hangs out in? You continue searching throughout the building, and you come to realize after some time that Chad doesn't appear to actually live here. Wherever Chad spends his time or sleeps, etc., it's not here. I'm going to roll for wakiness. Nope, still asleep. Okay. It's <laughs> good we established that. What about Mitch? Do I think Mitch lives here? Oh, Mitch for sure lives here. Mitch lives in, like, back when you, uh, you went south because it was the easy door, and then the door that looked creaky was to the north. That's, like, where Mitch, that's his bedroom. Oh, okay. I feel like maybe there. My first impression was that there would be like a sign on the door that would be like Mitch's room, keep out. <laughs> With the K bad boys only. <laughs> but keep then out I, or die. <laughs> but then I realized that more appropriate for Mitch, there would be like there'd be like a nameplate next to the door. I would like to crawl into bed with Mitch. <laughs> spoon Mitch. Are you the big spoon or the little spoon? <laughs> Frightened and comforted. Um, I'm going to become visible, and I'm going to go knock on Mitch's door, or what I think is Mitch's door. Okay. You scoot around back up to Mitch's door. Melvin, you can knock on the door a couple times, and you hear some scuffling and whatnot. And I think Mitch comes to the door in like a full 1800s like a nightgown <laughs> like he's got like the way too long conical hat draped Ebony down the back Scrooge style yes. and this candle in his arms mm. so he opens up the door and is like i uh I, I, hello uh, i did you need something um uh, mitch i'm very sorry to disturb you at this time of night but i wondered if you might pass along a message to chad for me uh, he rubs his eyes and says, "I okay, perhaps I can do that. I would like to have do I, a... Do I, do I need to have a pen? No. No. I would like to have a private conversation with Chad at some point, and I'm wondering if you could help arrange that. Well, I'll certainly make it... Episode 86, Well, It's Poop, was released on May 26th, 2019. Adventure will continue next Sunday on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Oh, somebody won the Kentucky Derby.
Maximum security is the name of the horse. Uh, what was the odds? I don't know. It doesn't say. I could have told you somebody was going to win it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that's... they all crash together. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's ever happened. I'll sell you the poop th- right now for $500. Oh, 